Welcome to my podcast, Peace, Love, and Pets. I am your host, Sandy Kamen Wisniewski. Join me and my guests as we share our personal stories of struggles and triumphs as we continue our path of spiritual growth. We'll share story after story, many that include animals, our great teachers in this life. We are all souls living a human experience on paths of self-discovery here on planet Earth. On this podcast, my goals are to give you tools to help serve you on your personal path of evolution. Individually and collectively, we can create a world filled with peace and love. Let's do it together. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Peace, Love, and Pets. I am your host, Sandy Kamen Wisniewski. I am the founder and director of Animal Education and Rescue, a nonprofit humane society and rescue for animals. You can visit our website at www.aear.org. You can also learn more about my other services on my website, www.mindfulspirit.net. If you are interested in any of my books, you can find them on my website, sandykamenwisniewski.com. Hello, everyone. This is Sandy Kamen Wisniewski, and this is Peace, Love, and Pets. And I am your host, and I am so glad to have you here again in my podcast. So today, I want to share some thoughts on helping others, on connecting with others that need you whether it's people you know well, whether it's people you don't know well, and how helpful should we be to people? What should we give to people? What should we not give to people? And how should that all work? And I'm going to start off by telling you why I decided to have this conversation with you. So two things happened in less than 24 hours. I received a message on Facebook from someone that I'm friends with, and I say that in quotes, on my personal Facebook page. We used to work together, and we had a wonderful, wonderful relationship, working relationship together. She ended up retiring and moving away from the area. We did not have really much of a relationship outside of our work, but we always had a fondness for each other. And so we kept up on Facebook. So that was the duration of the time that I knew her was maybe three or four years. And it was a very important, impactful time in both of our lives, I think. But we really weren't friends like you would imagine close friends would be. Um, Anyway, I received a message from her on Facebook, which was unusual, a private message. And basically, she was just, she started out by saying, hi, how are you? And I said, good, how are you? And she proceeded to say, not so well. And then she explained that she was having health problems, and she was very down. And that she thought of me because she said that I'm a very positive person. And so she just thought of me. And based on that small exchange back and forth on Messenger, 
I knew that she was reaching out to me because she was struggling. And so I took that as an opportunity to help her or try to help her, at least do my very best to help her. And so I stopped everything I was doing and I took the time to message back to her some thoughts about being connected to others and moving through experiences. And I just spoke from my heart and tried to give her some words of comfort. And after I got done and we stopped exchanging back and forth and she thanked me so much, and honestly, I haven't spoke to her since, so I have no idea how helpful I was. What I do take away from that is the fact that she had the courage to reach out to someone that she is not very close friends with, but knew that she felt some sort of connection with me that I could possibly help her, which I find very humbling in itself. But also, on her part, great forethought in reaching out to the right person for the right thing. And so I want to share that story because I want to, two things, suggest to you and encourage you, if you are struggling, think about who to reach out to that might be the right person to reach out to, to get words of encouragement, to get help. Before you make that call, before you message that person or whatever, email that person, is think long and hard or at least use your intuition to decide who would be the best person to reach out to and have the courage to reach out. That's the first thing I will say. The second thing is if you are on the receiving end of somebody that is struggling and needs help, stop what you're doing, take the time, open your heart, speak from the heart, and do what you can to give them comfort. Give them a lifeline. Don't be so distracted in your life that you don't take the time and the attention to give to that person. So that would be the two things that I would encourage you to do. But I want to just layer this a little bit. There are also those people out there that are constantly struggling. They are constantly having a hard time. Maybe they're a family member of yours or a childhood friend, and they are constantly having problems and reaching out for help. And you are continually trying to help them, continually trying to give them what they need the encouragement they need, maybe whatever else they need. Maybe you're helping them financially. Maybe you're helping them with tasks, whatever it is. And we also have to have a balance. And this is really important. We need to give people a hand up, but we don't want to give people a hand out. Okay. And we also want to be very mindful that we don't enable people because if we enable them, we do not assist them 
in learning and growing. If we enable them, if we just give them what they want whenever they want it over and over and over again and they never learn from their mistakes or they never grow, then we're actually contributing to helping them stay stuck. We are all on our own individual journey. None of us are doing this with anybody else. That's part of the human experience. And sometimes it can be terrifying to think that you are by yourself doing this alone. In essence, you are. In essence, you are having to make the decisions that you're making, the steps that you're taking solely and completely on your own. But it doesn't mean we can't have people around us cheering us on, supporting us, feeling that sense of connectedness. It's really a balance. And so I encourage all of you to also keep seeking that balance, whether it is somebody reaching out to you, really be mindful of not enabling, but giving the love, the encouragement, and the advice that you can within reason. And if you are struggling, if people are reaching out to you and helping you, take those nuggets of insight and advice and thoughts that that person has and run with it. Don't expect anybody to solve your problems. It's not going to happen. It's not their place to solve your problems. It's your place to solve your own problems. People can be there to encourage you, and I think that's fabulous. It's important. It's all part of us helping each other, but it's not anyone's job to fix you. We all are on an individual journey of our own. So, Let's just kind of review, knowing that we're all on our own individual journey, is that each and every day we need to take the steps that we need to take to improve ourselves. Every day we should be taking time to learn something new, devote a period of time. And if you tell me you don't have time for it, well, then you're going to have to carve out time because that is the process of the evolving soul is learning and growing. So take time to learn. It could be through watching a video on energy or on positive thinking or watching a documentary on good health or nutrition. Maybe it's reading for 20 minutes, a self-help book that you purchased or you rented from the library whatever it is, every day you need to stretch your body. Every day. Every day you need to exercise in whatever way you can. That's just what it needs to be, whether it's taking a walk around the block, whether it's going to the club, whether it's weight training, whether it's yoga, whether it's riding your bicycle. Move your body. Every day move your body. Be mindful and conscientious of what you put in your body. What you put in your body is a reflection of who you are and who you become. It is a big part of how you're going to navigate the world. Are you eating things that have grown from the earth? 
that has the most magical potion of healing in it. It's not drugs. It's not prescriptions. It is plants from the earth. First and foremost, water and plants from the earth. Those should be the mainstay of what you put in your body. And as close as you can to natural and as far away from things that are processed as possible. Every single day, being mindful of what you put in your body. Also, how are you spending and utilizing your day? What are the thoughts that are in your mind? Are you being mindful of the thoughts that are in your mind? And are you able to observe your thoughts just from a non-judgmental way and reframe those thoughts? <clears throat> are you able to do that? Keep working at it. And don't be so hard on yourself. If you have an inner critic that is constantly badgering at you, learn the tools that you need to to start separating from that inner critic that maybe, possibly, is your child self and begin to instead nurture yourself and love yourself. Every day, meditate. Every day. That's so important. Even if it's five minutes, even if it's controlling your breath while you do the dishes, whatever that is. So it is your job to heal yourself. Lean on others that are also on the path of healing. Try to limit your relationships with people that are toxic. Help people within reason, but don't enable them. And stand on your own two feet. So I hope in some way this helped you today. And I look forward to seeing you next time when we get together here on this beautiful airway, this beautiful podcast, Peace, Love, and Pets. Have a great day, everyone. Bye. Are you interested in reading more stories of animals that shape our lives? Check out all my books that are available for sale at www.sandykamenwisniewski.com. Are you looking to adopt a new family member? See all of our available dogs, cats, rabbits, guinea pigs, birds, and much more on our website at www.aear.org.